Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, SFF Yeah listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future. Our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington, I'm recording on July 17th, and today I'm talking about two books featuring humans up against supernatural forces. Which it kind of sounds like would be, you know, really any sci-fi fantasy book, right? But no, sometimes... The obstacle or antagonist or villain is, you know, the evil king or the despot or tyrannical ruler. Sometimes it's, you know, a superpowered human, but still some flavor of human. But the two books that I was thinking about this week both feature humans against, like, truly other supernatural forces that they have to triumph against, which is, you know, in our current situation where we're facing all kinds of things, including forces that we have no control over, maybe it feels a little hopeful at the moment uh, in various ways. So before we get into my picks, I want to tell you about our sponsor, which is Trouble the Saints by Alia Don Johnson from Tor Books. This is a book that I believe we talked about on our most anticipated show. I'm pretty excited about reading it when I get my hands on it. And this is a book about a young woman from Harlem who is drawn into the glittering underworld of Manhattan at the dawn of World War II, where she's hired to use her knives to strike fear among its most dangerous denizens. And then 10 years later, Phyllis LeBlanc has sacrificed everything. The ghosts from her past are always by her side, and history has appeared on her doorstep to threaten the people she keeps in her heart. Phyllis will have to make a harrowing choice before it's too late. Is there enough blood in the world to wash clean generations of injustice? Woo, that's that's a lot of uh, <laughs> that's a lot of intense words right there. Alaya uh, Don Johnson has won awards in the past for her work, and she spent seven years crafting this intensely personal and captivating book. So that is a really kind of amazing origin story right there. And uh, it is now available wherever books are sold. N.K. Jemison has called it. In a word, awesome, which is high praise, and we all know how much we love N.K. Jemison around here. So if you are looking for a new read for your shelf, definitely check out Trouble the Saints by Aliyah Don Johnson from Tor Books, and thanks for sponsoring the show. Okay, so let's talk about humans up against supernatural forces. The first book, and really the impetus for this theme 
I want to talk about is Realm of Ash, which is actually the second book in the Books of Amba series by Tasha Suri. But I think it stands alone pretty well. And I think that's because the main character really knows just as much about these supernatural forces as as the reader does if you haven't read the first book. If you read the first book, you know more than the main character does. But if you haven't, you're learning right along with her, which is, I think, a really smart way, actually, to do a book, too. Very, very intelligent choice of plot storytelling there. And I love this world. This is a fantasy world inspired by the Mughal Empire. It is a huge empire that covers just so much, I mean, literal geographic ground, um, lots of different cultures and lots of different kinds of people. And the main character, Arwa, is a young widow. She was married to a general in like a political marriage that, you know, actually worked out okay for her. Um, But there was a horrible massacre at the fort where they were stationed. And she is the only survivor. And she has a lot of sort of repressed memories because this was a very traumatic experience for her. It was very gory. It was very grisly. And the fort was invaded by a supernatural being called a deva who, you know, killed everything. (laughs) And so, except for her. And everybody wants to know how she survived. She has tried to tell them that she really doesn't know. And she kind of knows, but doesn't want to know. She doesn't want to admit it. In the meantime, she has been hiding out in this home for widows, but she ends up getting sent to the court where she is assigned to aid an illegitimate prince who is dabbling in the supernatural for various reasons. Um, And he's actually a very sort of pure spirit. His motivations are good, but the work he's doing is maybe in service to a regime that is not. And so she has to really try to figure out, like, what does she believe? Who does she believe in? You know, is she willing to put her physical and mental self on the line for the work that's going on here? What kind of power does she have? Which is a really interesting question for a woman in this type of world who is a widow and, you know, who is therefore really not valued in the society that she's in, in the cultures that she's in. And this is both a journey to understanding your own power for Arwa, um, as well as, like I said, a really sort of epic exploration of how does humanity deal with the supernatural and, you know, what choices are we making when we interact with the supernatural and are those good choices? And, you know, what does humanity need to survive? How do we survive in conjunction with the supernatural? These are all questions that are getting examined in this series. And I thought this book was so good at exploring those questions and just telling an absolute page turner of a story. So I'm a big fan of all of the books in this series, but if you have not picked them up yet and that sounds particularly appealing to you, I think you can pick them up out of order. And again, that's Realm of Ash by Tasha Suri. And the second book is my sci-fi pick. It's The Outside by Ada Hoffman. And that's Hoffman with two Fs and two Ns. And this is also just a fascinating 
really interesting world building because it's not something I've seen precisely done this way before, which is always my favorite. The main character is a scientist who is also autistic, and she has developed like this amazing new energy drive that she hopes will change the face of humanity and the future of humanity. The problem is that in this, you know, future sci-fi space opera world, the gods are actually sentient AI who have, you know, developed to the point where they're like, yeah, humans cannot have things. Like, you can't have a certain level of technology. You're going to, like, obey us in all things. And these AI are ruling the galaxy and telling humanity, you know, how to live like like you do. Um, and th- that includes restrictions on what kind of technology they're allowed to develop. And it's to the point where it's, like, religious. So Yasira, who really believes that she's doing... You know, she's law abiding. She doesn't want to, you know, get on the wrong side of anybody. She's not a rebel at all. She's just she loves science and she just wants to create. And she spent years of her life working on this really intense project and it's finally come to fruition. And they turn it on and something goes very wrong. They're not really sure what or how. And she gets called a heretic and the gods come and basically uh, being labeled a heretic is enough to, you know, get you executed. So she the gods come to get her and she's like, well, I guess I'm dead now. And they are like, actually, we need your help tracking down this other heretic who used to study under. And so we will not kill you and we'll spare your girlfriend because, of course, in this very complicated situation, anybody who has like encountered a heretic is suspect, et cetera, et cetera. They're like, we'll spare your girlfriend if you do this for us. And so she really doesn't have a choice. And she finds herself in the middle of this really complicated power struggle of humanity versus the AI who are, you know, just, I mean, might as well be supernatural at this point. They're so far advanced in terms of power above humanity. And then there are complete other supernatural forces that the AI do not want interacting with the world or humanity. And honestly, it is unclear at the start of the book whether anybody should want these other forces interacting with humanity or the world at large. So there's multiple supernatural forces to be stood up against. And Yasira really feels so lost for so much of this book, which I think is so relatable. She's None of this was her plan. She's not trying to overthrow a regime. She's not like got big plans to be a hero. She just wants to do science. And now she's in this really hard position. And she also, you know, being neurodivergent, being autistic, is uh, very, it's very hard for her to do the things that they're asking of her. And, you know, I have to, at this point is a good point to give trigger warnings for some self-harm, for some, you know, mental breakdowns that Yasira experiences over the course of this. There's also, like, there's a little bit of body horror. It's like a little bit, you know, like, Cthulhu-y, Lovecraftian, uh, but so much more diverse than, you know, Lovecraft would ever have been. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it is, it has shades of horror. So, you know, just be aware going in. But it's so fascinating. And it is just, you just can't help but think about, right, like when you are a breakable flesh and blood human struggling with your own issues, thrust into this circumstance where the forces that you're up against are just so much bigger than you. How do you keep moving forward? 
And both of these books do that so well. And that's why I want to talk about them. So the second book that I've been talking about is The Outside by Ada Hoffman. And I highly recommend both of them if you need a little bit of, uh, you know, a scrappy hero going up against things so much bigger than them and succeeding anyway. And also just great storytelling. Great, great storytelling from both authors. Thanks so much for listening to me ramble about them today. Thank you also to our sound editor, D.R. Baker. Many thanks to them for making us sound as good as we can each and every episode. They are a hero themselves. And up against all of our ums and hesitations and (laughs) foibles. Uh, And thank you again for listening. If you want to email us, you should do that at sffyeah at bookriot.com. You can send us theme ideas, questions feedback, what you're reading, any and all communications are welcome. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts if you are so inclined. We super appreciate it because it does help other folks to find the show. And you can find us online in between shows. You can find me specifically at Instagram mostly these days at I am Jen IRL. That's I-A-M-J-E-N-N-I-R-L. And we'll talk to you next time.